It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Bengals made a flurry of roster moves just before training camp, including some concerning guys showing up on injury lists. Jesse Bates is in Cincinnati, and we've got White Tiger stuff. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. It's training camp time, but before we get to training camp, we've got some injury updates to talk about, including a little bit of concern. We don't know details yet about Lael Collins and Alex Kappa also showing up on an injury list. We'll get into that to start the show today. Jesse Bates is back in Cincinnati. Will he be back at training camp? We'll start there in segment two. And the Bengals revealed their White Tiger helmets, and there's potentially more coming get together Saturday. We'll finish the show there. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network here on Locked On Bengals, covering your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcast and on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow the podcast if you're listening on an audio platform. And we appreciate all of you that make us your first listen. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. James, let's dive in first to the injury list. The Bengals placed five players on the physically unable to perform list, the PUP list, including Joe Bacci, Alex Kappa, Khaled Kareem, Samaje Pirine, and Brandon Wilson. Most of these are known pre-existing injuries. They happened in the course of football activities with the Cincinnati Bengals, and we know what's going on for the most part with these players, but And we'll talk about Kappa. The interesting one, the most interesting one, is Lel Collins landing on the non-football injury list, suggesting that this is a pre-existing injury or something that happened away from the team. We didn't see limitations on Collins' participation in OTAs as far as I'm aware, but that doesn't necessarily mean this isn't something bothering him from his time in Dallas. It could also be some injury he sustained away from the team between OTAs and training camp. And it's hard to be too concerned, in my opinion, James, with the information we have available. All of these guys could be activated at any moment, but it could be something. It could also be nothing, but it could be something. And that's the thing, right? When this this came out on Saturday, it was like, oh, you mean two of the three guys that you brought in to to reestablish, revamp, rework this offensive line, they might not start training camp on time, which, by the way, they might. Well, Collins might be out there. 
practicing on Wednesday when we're out there sweating our tails off and training camp practice number one. Um, at the same time, it is a bit concerning. And especially when you look and he does have an injury history, he has missed games. And if there was a fly in the ointment when it came to allow Collins in signing him, it, it's that it's his injury history. It's his availability. So I get the red flag aspect of this for fans. And I know a lot of them have, have since this has come out, asked for an update Look, I'll give you an update when I have one, but I'm also not going to be afraid to say I don't know. And I just don't know if this is severe, if it's not, if this is anything to uh, lose sleep over, or this could be something super, super minor. And I don't think we're going to to have much of an update until Monday when Zach Taylor talks. And who knows? We might not. He might not give us much then either. So uh, my gut tells me it's nothing super serious. It just doesn't feel that way to me. But uh, it is a surprise, a bit of a surprise, and I think it's always concerning when two of the th- the three big fish, but two of the four guys you sign to really give this offense the extra punch that you, you think it needs to take another step and protect the franchise and let everybody do what you think they could do with a better offensive line. Well, if two of those three guys are dinged up to start camp, that – isn't good for chemistry. It's not good that they're not getting reps. They got all of those things. So hopefully this is something minor, but uh, I, I don't know as, as of this moment how serious or, or not serious it is. Yeah, there's no information available as to what the injury is. And, and the team has limited reporting obligations even at this time of year that they put him on a list as something that they have to do potentially. Yeah. But the the details that they are obligated to provide are, are few and far between at this point in the offseason. Now, it is worth noting and, and reminding folks that maybe have forgotten or weren't aware, Lel Collins has a lot of money tied to per-game active bonuses. Throughout the contract, starting this year, $1.7 million of his earnings, his potential earnings in 2022 tied to per-game active bonuses, $2.4 million in 2023, and $3 million in 2024 all of that money not guaranteed all of that money tied up and these numbers from over the cap of course which is my preferred place for all salary cap details all of those bonuses tied to per game activations so the bengals built into this contract a lot of protection for themselves in case he had to miss time and he conversely bet on himself to be active for those games because that's what four, six, seven million dollars. Have to do math in my head on on air as we're recording here. Seven plus million dollars, seven point uh, one million dollars tied up in per game active bonuses. That's a lot of money mm-hmm. out of his entire contract, where a lot of it is is incentive based. And so he's going to be motivated to get back, certainly for those reasons and others. But you just hope that it's not something going back to the hip coming out of Dallas that some people thought was never going to get better, was going to just get continue to get worse. You, you hope it's nothing like that, and we have no indication that it is. I'm not saying that it is, but certainly some some scary and some not-so-scary scenarios. Like, you could be out there Wednesday, like you said, James. And mm-hmm. the the one thing that we haven't seen is the Bengals go out and, and kick the tires publicly on a guy like Riley Reef if they needed somebody for the whole season and they knew something more severe was going on. We might have seen something like that. And so we haven't seen any of those sort of veteran moves, at least that we've heard of from the Bengals at this point. And 
We'll keep an eye on that, of course. And the other one to keep an eye on is Alex Kappa, who last we heard was going to be ready for training camp and now may or may not be ready for day one as he shows up on the pup list. Yeah, core muscle injury for Kappa. He got injured during OTAs. He did start at the end of OTAs, so the last OTA practice open to the media. He was moving and, and doing some athletic drills and things like that. So this could be very procedural and wouldn't be shocked at all if he comes off the list. But it is something worth noting, considering I, I think a lot of people, including myself, thought he would be back and ready to go and fully recovered. Um, I will say this because it doesn't seem like it's anything too serious with Kappa. Let's give a little good news because two guys that I thought might be on this list that aren't on this list that had offseason surgery, both shoulder surgery, T. Higgins not on this list. That's a damn good sign because T. Higgins is a huge part of your team. Mm -hmm. Logan Wilson not on this list. Mm -hmm. So Joe Batchy is not surprising. You know, a lot of these guys, are, but those two guys are huge parts of your offensive defense. And the fact that they're not on any list, at least as of now, pretty good sign for their recovery following offseason shoulder surgery. Another couple of second year players to mention also not on the list. I think Ben Baby pointed out first, as far as Twitter goes, that I saw Joseph Osai not on this list coming off of his, and you wouldn't expect him to be necessarily. He, he was probably feeling like he could have played late in that playoff run, but Joseph Osai not on the list. And there's one other one I was going to mention. Tyler Shelvin, who missed a lot of time oh. in, in OTAs. With his wrist, is, yeah. Is not on the list. And I think it's a big camp for Tyler Shelvin. He, he's he's going to have to show some stuff. So, yeah, it is good to see him. And, you know, even Akeem Davis-Gaither, guys like mm -hmm. that, not on the list. So, yeah. hopefully it's just minor stuff. Um, and, and a lot of these guys are coming back. You know, Brandon Wilson's coming back from an ACL, so that's surprising. Uh, but hopefully it's just minor stuff with the two, the big two, we'll call it, and Kappa and Collins. Yeah, those are the ones that we will have to watch because how many times have we said this offseason with an improved offensive line, something following <laughs> that start to the sentence? And those two guys are certainly a big part of that analysis. Coming up next, Jesse Bates was seen in Cincinnati. He was at least in town at Paul Brown Stadium even. But will he be there for day one of training camp? We'll dive in to Jesse Bates and will he or won't he coming up next? <laughs> Bet online is a one-stop shop for all things sports wagering, and it's where you should go. If you do think that with a Bengals improved offensive line, they could finish the job that they started last year. Maybe you think Joe Burrow's going to win MVP, or maybe you're just really wanting to wager on Major League Baseball. That's the fun part is whether it's UFC, NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA future odds, anything and any and everything in between. Bet online has you covered. I've used them. You should too. All you got to do is go to Bet Online, sign up for a free account. Their website is super easy to use. You can use it on your laptop, your PC, your tablet, or your phone, which is my preferred method because it's easiest. Let's be honest here. Check them out right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Jesse Bates was at Paul Brown Stadium for some musical performances just before the start of training camp, James, which leads to another round of questioning. Well, he's in Cincinnati. He went into Paul Brown Stadium. He's, he's recreating where he works. Will he or won't he? I have no idea. He's in Cincinnati, which is interesting. But he could just as well go home to Indiana or go anywhere he wants because he has earned millions of dollars and has stands to earn $13 million more or so as soon as he signs that franchise deal, which I think he still will. But I thought he was going to make the Bengals sweat, and I still kind of do. What do you think, James? Oddly enough, I'm not as down on the chance that Jesse Bates shows up. And so seeing this, maybe he's just teasing everyone, right? Maybe that's happening. And David Mulligetta, his agent, guess what? He's going to put out to the Ian Rappaports of the world. Hell no, Jesse ain't showing up. Just let you know now Jesse Bates isn't showing up to training camp. That's not happening. I get it. But I think I have a good handle on on how Jesse Bates carries himself as a professional. I'm not saying I know him as a personally or anything like that. And professionally... I really don't know what it does for him to not show up. You need to have the best year of his career of your career. You've trained all offseason. You didn't get the deal. Go show everybody that you deserve $20 million a year. Like go show everybody you, that Minka who? Jamal Adams who? That you want to be paid more than both of these guys. And so showing up to camp, one, you're going to make the most money you've ever made as a pro this season. And showing up to camp does nothing from a leverage standpoint. And I think, and I've talked to some former players about this just because maybe I was missing something from a player's perspective. They agreed, like, there's not really much that that he can help himself or or he probably can't help himself by not showing up. So to me, I expect him week one, of course. But I would not be shocked if we see Jesse Bates this week. Not reporting it's going to happen, but unlike... Uh, some others, I haven't completely ruled it out and dismissed the idea. I just think that there's a shot that he's like, you know what? I got to train anyways. I might as well train with my guys. <laughs> and I mean, it's really that simple, I think. I don't know if it's quite that simple. It might be for him if it was just him and if there weren't millions of dollars involved and there weren't all this politicking involved and his agent weren't in his ear. And I don't think that it's like strictly the agent. Jesse Bates chose this agent. For everybody that's just like, David Mulligetta is evil, and if he weren't around, Jesse Bates would be a Bengal for the next five years. Jesse Bates chose the agent. Worth mm-hmm. remembering that. Like This aligns with his values and his approach to business to at least some degree, because otherwise he could have fired the guy, and he could have gone to somebody else, or he could have done what you know TJ Watt reportedly did last year, where he just went and, and signed his deal, or two years ago, or whenever that was. I'm not ruling out to be clear that I, you know, Jesse Bates is not going to show up to training camp or anything like that. I just think, you know, it might not be day one. Maybe he'll make them sweat. Maybe he'll show up. I, I don't know that there's necessarily any new information here. Like he's in Cincinnati, but he he, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily live far away or or spend a ton of time far away. Fort Wayne, Indiana, of course, known to be the hometown. So, you know, maybe he's just popping in to see some friends or maybe all his friends, you know, on the team back in Cincinnati. And he, he could show up at any time, I guess is, is what I'm thinking. Meanwhile, you Google Jesse Bates name right now. And it's all Eagles fans that want to trade for him as if 
a trade is going to happen. Which let me ask you I, this: I can't you, even said, imagine. you said you said make them sweat. You think the Bengals are sweating? I don't think they're sweating at all. I don't think they're. It, it's even a. T- I think it's. Oh yeah, we'll we'll see Jesse Bates when he's there. Now it might be the coaches may say, "Damn, it'd be nice to have him here," right? I don't think they're sweating. What maybe what are they not, gonna sweat over? Maybe it's not sweat as much as just like cause discomfort, or maybe it's just like from his perspective. I I want them to to feel my my discontent, and I and my only way of showing that is is to actually not because he hasn't signed his contract he he literally doesn't lose any money if he doesn't come to camp and and that's like the bottom line ultimately is is the money he can show up later in the year and earn money for the rest of the year but to your point i mean i've agreed with with you for a long time that there's no strategic football gain and and probably no real long-term gain for, for Bates to not show up in camp, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are you really protecting the, the risk of injury is, you know, how, how significantly higher is that in a training camp environment versus a working out on your own environment? It's probably not a huge difference. You see players get hurt away from teams all the time. And I think the Bengals do a good job of, of ramping up and preventing some of those issues. So I, I do agree with you that I don't necessarily see a significant advantage to him skipping camp, but I can see him missing a few days to say, Hey, this is not what I want to do to make a point, but I, I can really see it going either way here. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I just, it, it comes back to what can you gain and maybe he doesn't view it that way. Maybe it's, Hey, I can, sleep in my own bed and what you, but you can do that anyways. Right. It's not like camp is on the road where, you know, they're going to Georgetown, Kentucky, like they used to. So it's, uh, it's interesting, but I do expect Jesse Bates back week one and who knows, maybe he'll be back even sooner than that. Maybe he will see him by the time you hear this. I doubt it. I don't know if I'm that optimistic, but it could happen. And that's the one really, you know, drama-filled storyline that we have because a lot of this is, has been pretty clean for the Bengals. So, no, I, I don't I don't think they're sweating, and I, I, think, uh, I think Bates will show up. It's just a matter of when, not if. Well, will Jesse Bates, Alex Kappa, or Lael Collins practice first for the Cincinnati Bengals in training camp in 2022? I would put – I would say – Cap and Collins, even odds at Bet Online. You know, I, I, th- I think they'll both practice pretty soon, if I had to guess. Um, and, and then I'd put Bates third, just because he's not there. You know, there's reports about him being disgruntled and upset and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But also, wouldn't shock me if I end up seeing uh, all three guys on the practice field because Bates could show up and just not practice too. That's the other part: just not do certain certain activities, which is what T.J. Watt was doing during his negotiation. Now. What's the point of that? Because there is no negotiation uh, going on yeah. now. It's done. It is what it mm-hmm. is. So so that part could, could be a delicate balance as well. And we've been saying that for a while. Will Jesse Bates be in attendance for Get Back Together Saturday? We'll know a little bit more throughout the week as we have eyes. We will have eyes on training camp practices, training camp opening on the 26th of July. And one feature of Get Back Together Saturday listed in the array of features available to fans to check out that day is a white tiger uniform display. What does that entail? What's coming with the white tiger alternate helmets? We'll get into that. 
to finish up the show coming up next. But first, you got to level with me. We've all been in a situation where you need a little extra cash, whether it's to get extra you know, gas in the tank, whether it's to get you to that next payday. That's where Dave can help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to make ends meet, well, Dave is the place you should go because you could get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. More money to fill your tank, more money for wedding, more money for bills, more money uh, to get you through. You could tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without hangups. There's no interest, no credit check needed with Dave. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees applied. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you with Dave. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. James, get back together Saturday, back together Saturday at Paul Brown Stadium coming up very soon. And in the Rule the Jungle stage, which appears by my reading of this map to be back behind section 149, is a couple of pretty cool things, I think, for Bengals fans. One, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the AFC Championship Trophy will be on display, but two... And more mysteriously, the white Bengal uniform display. Now, we've mm-hmm. seen the helmets. The, the Cincinnati Bengals Twitter account said, hey, if this gets 10,000 likes, we'll show you the helmets. And I thought they forgot the zero. I thought they meant to say 100,000, 10,000. I mean, that's just saying we're going to publish this helmet in the very near future. We're going to do this mm-hmm. today. Uh, and, and they did. And it looks Essentially, like I think we all thought it would. I was a little bit intrigued to see that they kept a little bit of orange. I don't know why I just mm-hmm. touched my forehead if you're watching on YouTube. Right in the in the front, in the center of it, they kept the orange B. But other than that, white and black, black stripes on the white helmet, of course, just as we expected. But white Bengal uniform display suggests that there's potentially something else coming. Unless they're just saying, this is what we're wearing with the white helmets. But... To me, that that hints at a little bit more. Yeah, it, it feels that way, right? And so a couple things. It could just be the white on white on white, which is an awesome look. And I don't think would be disappointing necessarily, right, overall. But it does feel like there's more. And let me ask you, you think it's the color rush? You think they're bringing them back after a year? Those color rush jerseys were pretty awesome. You bring back that uniform with those helmets, I'm just saying that would be a, a really slick look. And it, because think about it, that's one of the the few things uh, who I'm trying to think of who, who confirmed. I saw on, uh, maybe you saw this tweet too. Oh, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting who it was, but they didn't, uh, they said no leaping tiger. So the leaping tiger is not coming back. Mm. So it's not that, but the color rush, who knows? Maybe that's, maybe that's the route they go. 
And the rules around this are if you wear the helmets, it counts as an alternate uniform. So if you're going to wear the helmets, you might as well also wear an alternate uniform if you have one. So could it be a throwback? We, we, we don't know about that yet. The Bengals haven't done – have they done throwbacks? Like Tampa does the creamsicles and and other teams have – like the Patriots have done the, the, the old Patriots uniforms. The, the, the thing about the, the color rush uniforms is they're not that different from the current whites. I know that, like there's, there's no, there's no orange. So like the orange Bengals across the chest, the orange Nike logo on the side aren't there, but besides that, and, and, and the orange uh, outline for the numbers, but besides that, I think the current all whites would look just fine with the white and black helmet because the white and black helmet does have the orange accent, just like the white and black jerseys have the orange accents. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what it is. I, I don't know. Like the only piece of the uniform that, that we've talked about missing, I think previously was orange pants. They don't have that, but it doesn't really make sense to to me to do the white and black helmet with the orange pants. That's not very white Bengal. So I do wonder. I do wonder. I wonder if it's a throwback, some sort of some sort of throwback that could be pretty cool. With yeah, those it could. Yeah, if if they go that route, I'm trying to find this this tweet and I'm struggling to do it. But yeah, so it's not the leaping tiger. So that would be the thing though for the the throwback. Wouldn't it be that route if you're going with the white? Is a white leaping tiger almost? It could so be. If you're not- it could be some modified version of that. It could be something a little bit older. I know I really enjoy my. Ken Anderson era Joe Burrow throwback, for example. Yeah, that's true. See, so there you go. So that's a, whew, it's a dilemma, and I'm struggling to find the tweet, but that's okay. Uh, maybe, it was someone from the Bengals. What's uh, what's the graphic designer? It was him, the guy who does a lot of the events. We had him on. Um, that guy. Uh, yep. I'm now I just made us. I, I made us. Now we both look, look awful. Yeah. Whatever. I, I Doesn't matter. We had him I on. Seen him tweet. Yep. He, is this the the guy that said like you don't you guys don't even know or whatever a few days ago? Maybe we might be talking about different tweets. I was out. So okay. But yeah. Anyways, it was him. And sorry, man, forgot your name for a second. Um, literally, just came back from. The- so so anyway. Seth Tanner. Seth Tanner, it's him. But he he didn't re- he didn't tweet anything about the White Tiger that I've seen. But he did say on July fifteenth, he tweeted, "Oh, how wrong you are!" And then on July twenty second, which as of recording this, just a couple of days ago, just a few more reveals left to go. So there is well, more coming of some. He sort. said, "Well, yeah." He said, "No," but he it was in a uh, a reply. He said there was no White Tiger coming, no Leaping Tiger. Okay, there you go. So maybe White Tiger, but not Leaping Tiger. Um, and, and he also said, said that the whole uniform will be in, on display on Saturday, reiterating that there is something in that uniform display behind 149. There's going to be a race to get that photo out on Twitter. Whoever whoever does it first is going to win some internet points. I'll see you. See you there. <laughs> I can get in earlier than y'all. <laughs> Good luck so, beating James Rapine. That, that might, you know, who, who knows? One of the other writers might, uh, might do it and, and tweet it out first, but... Uh, regardless, yeah, we'll have it. We'll be there back together Saturday. So, no, it's exciting because I I, uh, I think they have the best uniforms or arguably the best uniforms in the NFL, and they adding this layer to it, whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to look awesome. And it just further promotes that. And 
as silly as it is to, to care this much about uniforms, I do think it matters when you're good, especially to have cool looking uniforms because people in like North Dakota are going to be wearing these Joe Burrow jerseys because Joe Burrow is cool and Jamar Chase is cool and they look good and all of those things tie together. So it's a lot of young kids, especially root and pick and t- pick teams because what cool players, mm-hmm. cool uniforms and the Bengals uh, are going to have both. So I think this fan base is going to continue to grow and uh, the uniforms are going to play a role in that. Even if uh, some like the downplay, and I'm not saying Bengals fans, I just mean in general, can you imagine if you weren't a big NFL fan? You're like, why do people care so much about the uniforms? Well, they matter. If you're not an NFL fan, you're confused about why people care about football in the first place. I experience it often with my friends in the great white oh. North. I, I will say one other hockey. quick note. Uh, Let's do that, that hockey. I find interesting uh, is <laughs> there, there's a revenue aspect to this, right? So, so sure. there's that the team is, is certainly trying to make money and they're trying to do so in a few ways. We'll maybe learn more about the, the naming rights going on with the stadium this week with Paul Brown, Mike Brown, sorry, Mike Brown making his annual appearance to the media. So maybe we'll learn a little bit more there. Maybe we won't, but some revenue stream stuff going on for the Bengals as well, potentially trying to squirrel a little bit of money away for some big upfront payments that they may have to make in the near future. And uniforms play a little bit of a part in that as well. Yep. They do. That's funny. Big upfront payments. I wonder who, who's going to get paid like that. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that at some point. I'm sure. Is is there anybody who needs a lot of money on the Bengals? I mean, they just made a Super Bowl run. Is anybody that important? I don't know. Yes, the answer is yes. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Tomorrow we hear from Mike Brown. We've got training camp starting in the very, very near future. We're back to five days a week, so make sure. You're checking us out on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast for your updates throughout training camp. And until next time, thanks for listening. Hootay, and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 